Everyone thinks that a profitable and valuable digital product is this unique idea that nobody has ever done before. It has to be this thing that comes to you in this flash of inspiration, like Uber or Airbnb, that nobody had ever created and that has no competitors already. And that's not true. Welcome to Socialette. I'm your host, Steph Taylor. As a launch strategist and digital marketer, I've learned a lot of lessons the hard way while building a seven-figure online business. If you're an overwhelmed business owner struggling to scale while also keeping your clients happy, this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable advice for creating an online business that feels good and brings you so much joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt that is designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co slash dbb or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Socialette. This is episode 504. This week, we're looking at five days to complete clarity in your winning digital product idea. Over the next five days, I'm going to release one episode per day to get you to identify your one winning digital product idea, even if you don't have one yet or you have way too many ideas and you have no idea where to start. So by the end of this week, we're going to uncover exactly who is going to spend money on your digital product. Even if you don't yet have an audience, we're going to pinpoint your product's core message and communicate it clearly so your potential customers aren't left scratching their heads or wondering what it's all about. And we're going to decide the best format and structure for your product so that you can get the best results for your customers and turn them into raving fans who sell your product for you. Today is day one. We're looking at the problem your product is solving because the most successful digital products I've seen solve a problem. It is so much easier to sell a digital product that solves a problem for a very specific group of people than it is to sell a digital product that's just a nice to have. Everyone thinks that a profitable and valuable digital product is this unique idea that nobody has ever done before. It has to be this thing that comes to you in this flash of inspiration like Uber or Airbnb that nobody had ever created and that has no competitors already. And that's not true. Everyone also thinks that a profitable and valuable digital product helps the widest audience possible. Tomorrow, we're going to deep dive a little bit more into picking exactly who that ideal customer is for this digital product idea. But the narrower you get on the audience, the easier it is to sell. The more specific it is, the easier it is to sell. Everyone thinks that a profitable and valuable digital product is taught by the person who knows the most, the expert, the expert who knows everything, when in fact, it actually doesn't have to be the person who knows the most. It can be somebody who is relatable, who has walked in that person's shoes, who's a few steps ahead and can share their experiences. There are times when, yes, I have wanted to learn something from the biggest expert, And likewise, there are times when I've wanted to learn from somebody who's just like me. So you don't have to know absolutely everything about the topic that you are teaching to be qualified enough to teach it. And everyone thinks that a profitable and valuable digital product 
teaches as much as possible and has as much content as possible. This is a huge myth that I see in particular with people launching online courses or memberships. They think that their course or their membership has to have as much content as possible for it to be worth the price that they want to charge for it, or that it has to have as much content as possible to be valuable in the eyes of their students. And this is a huge myth, and it's actually a huge myth that is costing your students results. It's slowing them down, and it's hindering them from completing your course or your membership. The podcast launch plan that I launched a couple of years ago now and that has sold more than $800,000 worth, it is not a unique idea. It's not the first course about podcasting out there. It also doesn't help a super broad audience. It's designed to help business owners launch a podcast that grows their business. It's, I'm no, by no means a podcasting expert. I'm just somebody who has managed to launch a podcast and who knows the process and feels comfortable teaching that to somebody else. I don't, I'm not an audio engineer. I don't know any of this kind of stuff, but I know enough to help another business owner launch a podcast. And that's what qualifies me to teach that. And it doesn't teach absolutely everything about podcasting. It doesn't have as much content as possible. I purposely kept it lean because I knew that the biggest challenge people would have wasn't that they didn't have enough information. The biggest challenge that they had was that they would have too much information and that they would struggle to get to the finish line. They would struggle to launch their podcast. So can you see how that pod, that idea for the podcast launch plan, it's not a unique idea. It doesn't help a super broad audience. I'm not the podcasting expert and it doesn't teach as much as possible about podcasting. And that has still brought in more than 800,000 US dollars. It brought in more than 700,000 in that first 12 months. And it's helped to launch more than a hundred podcasts so far. So a profitable and valuable digital product. When we look at some of the things that make a digital product profitable and valuable, I would say it's one that solves a a very specific problem or delivers a specific transformation. It's about the execution. Okay. So it's not about how, it's not about how amazing your idea is, but it's actually about how well you execute that idea. It's about the way that you create it that is different to what everyone else is doing. It's the way that you teach it that's different to how everyone else is doing. If we look at the podcast launch plan, instead of being like every other podcasting course out there that has these long videos, it's a step-by-step plan. So I've executed the same idea that a lot of people had in a very different way. A profitable and valuable digital product helps a specific group of people. So the podcast launch plan, in my mind, I knew, okay, I want to help other business owners to launch their podcasts. Yes, as a side effect, the podcast launch plan has helped other people who don't have businesses to launch their podcast, but they aren't the people that I'm selling it to. They aren't the people who the sales copy is designed for. They aren't the people that the product is designed for. A profitable and valuable digital product can be taught by somebody who has solved this problem or achieved this transformation. It doesn't have to be that expert. Remember how I said, I'm not the expert in podcasting but I know enough. I've achieved that transformation myself and I know enough about it that I can teach somebody else to achieve that same transformation. And the biggest 
plot twist, mindset shift, whatever you want to call it, a profitable and valuable digital product actually has the least amount of content needed to get somebody to the finish line. So if we think about what that finish line is, in my case, the finish line for the podcast launch plan was that they have a podcast. Great. So now whenever, when I was creating that product, I thought, okay, is this extra piece of content I want to add, is this getting them to launching their podcast quicker or is it slowing them down? Because if it's not getting them quicker, it's slowing them down. And there's always going to be so much stuff that you can add that's nice to add content, nice to have content. These can be bonuses. These can be nice to have add-ons that aren't part of that core content. So when we talk about how a profitable and valuable digital product solves a problem, we then need to think about, okay, where can we find the problems to solve? Now, you might be somebody who knows off the top of your head, oh, it's easy. My ideal customer has these 50 problems. Great. That's 50 product ideas right there. Your problem that you are solving doesn't have to be a big, huge problem. It can be a tiny little one. It can be a tiny little stone in their shoe because you're probably not going to end up with just one offer that you sell in your business. You're probably going to have a few different offers and you'll probably find that your business For example, um, with my business, the big transformation that I deliver is helping somebody to build that online business that gives them the freedom, income, and impact that they want. But along the way to building that online business, there are a lot of problems and a lot of transformations that they need to achieve on the way. For example, launching a podcast is one step in that. Launching a digital product is another step in that. All of these little things, these little transformations, these little problems that I'm solving along the way help to solve that overarching problem or deliver that overarching transformation. So when we're looking at problems, we can solve small problems or we can solve big problems. And where do we find them? First place to look is your email inbox. When I launched my very first ever online course back in 2017 called Facebook Ads That Flourish, which is now retired. But I launched that one because I was doing Facebook ads management for a lot of my clients. And I was getting a lot of inquiries from people who wanted someone to manage their Facebook ads for them because they had no idea where to start, but they didn't really have much of a budget to spend on their ads. And I thought, hmm, it would be so much better for these people if they could spend all of their budget on Facebook ads and learn how to manage it themselves rather than pay somebody else to do it. So I knew that there was a problem that could be solved there. And that's where I came up with the idea for that first course, Facebook ads that flourish. The second place to look for problems you can solve with your product is your DMs. I was constantly getting people DMing me asking how I launched my podcast. What microphone do you use? All of those questions that suggested, huh, okay, there's definitely a gap in the market here for somebody teaching you how to start a podcast. And that was where that product idea came from. Facebook groups are another great place to look for problems. So for example, if you search in a Facebook group, how do I, how do I, in um, quotation marks, it'll bring up posts from somebody who is asking, how do I do this thing? How do I grow my audience? How do I sell more things? How do I make more money in my business? Great. That's, these are all problems I can now solve. Reddit is another place to look. Reddit has very niche communities. And when you find those right niche communities, 
you have access to people asking a lot of questions. Again, like the Facebook groups, search, how do I? And you'll get that, those results of people who are asking questions that have, that suggest they have a problem. And then number five is what are they Googling? What are they looking for? What are they searching? You can add a Chrome extension called Keywords Everywhere to Google Chrome and that'll give you related searches to what somebody, to what um, your search term is. So if I search online courses, it would show me some of the questions people are asking about online courses. There's another tool you can use called Moz, M-O-Z, and you can use Moz for free keyword research as well. And you can see what other things people are searching that are related to that search term. That'll give you some ideas about the problems they are struggling with. So your action item from today's episode before tomorrow's day two training, I want you to identify five small or big problems that your audience has that you can help them to solve. Don't think about the product yet. Don't start thinking about, oh, this is going to be an online course or this is going to be a membership. Just identify those problems. Trust the process. We will get to, we will get to identifying whether it's going to be a course or a group program or a membership or what it's going to be. But for now, just pick a, pick those problems. What are five problems that you can solve? All right. Some key takeaways from today's mini training. Firstly, it's not about having a unique or competitive idea that nobody has done before. It's about solving a problem for a particular group of people. And it's about how you solve that problem for them. It's also not about being an expert and teaching everything you can about a particular topic. It's about being able to guide your people through solving their problem. And lastly, you need to pick one idea and stick with that idea first. Forget trying to create a whole library of products. Create and launch one and then use the income from that one product to invest in people who can help with your next product. Copywriters, marketers, whoever your, wherever your weaknesses are, you can then use that money from that first product. But let's just start with one at a time. All right, that's it for the first mini training. Come back tomorrow for day two. Make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss that episode. You'll get it straight into your podcast app if you hit subscribe or follow. If you have any friends who you think would benefit from today's episode, please do let them know about this podcast. It's how I get to help more people. And if you haven't already left a rating or a review in Apple Podcasts, please go ahead and do that. I read every single one and it means so much to me when you do. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.